Our final question for today is 563. How does the church pray to Mary? Above all, with the Hail Mary, the prayer with which the church asks the intercession of the Virgin. Other Marian prayers are the Rosary, the Akathistos hymn, the Paraclesis, and the hymns and canticles of diverse Christian traditions. For my personal reflection, today I'll cover questions 562 and 563. As we just read, by the cooperation of Mary and through the action of the Holy Spirit, God became man in the virgin womb of our Blessed Mother, who was conceived without original sin, the only person other than Jesus himself, who was divine, to be conceived without original sin. And through her, we receive Jesus. She is the sign of the way of prayer. Jesus is the way of prayer, and she is the sign that leads to that way of prayer. And just as with the first coming, where God sent Jesus, through Mary, we believe it will be the Immaculate Heart of Mary that will prepare us for the second coming of Christ. Mary surrendered her entire life from a very young age to God and to His divine will in her life. And she was magnified for her humility and for her obedience and for her fiat. God entrusted the most supreme task of bringing the Son of God into this world to our Blessed Mother. Her prayer is most efficacious, and so we unite our prayers with the prayers of Mary in order for our prayers to be efficacious. The Catechism says that there are two movements in expressing our prayers through Mary. The first prayer, we pray, the, we magnify the Lord with our Blessed Mother. In paragraph 2675 we read, In countless hymns and antiphons expressing this prayer, which is the Hail Mary, two movements usually alternate with one another. The first magnifies the Lord for the great things He did for His lowly servant, and through her for all human beings. The second entrusts the supplications and praises of the children of God to the mother of Jesus because she no now knows the humanity with which is in her, the Son of God espoused. And so we have this twofold movement of prayer to Mary the first is to magnify the Lord and the second is to entrust our supplications and praises to the mother of Jesus. And the most popular form of devotion to our blessed mother is the recitation of the Holy Rosary. In the recitation of the Holy Rosary, in addition to praying the Our Father and professing the Creed, and giving glory to the Holy Trinity, we also pray the Hail Mary. 
the prayer Hail Mary, especially the first part and also the second part is based on the gospel, specifically the gospel of Luke. The prayer Hail Mary uh, is basically the greeting that God himself sent through angel Gabriel to our Blessed Mother. And it's in the Gospel of Luke where the Ga uh, angel Gabriel greets our mother, Blessed Mother saying, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. And goes on to say, Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. That is the greeting of Elizabeth, who was filled with the Holy Spirit when Mary went to visit her. So these are words taken right out of the gospel, and which is the first part of the prayer. And then the second part also is based on uh, the visitation of our Blessed Mother to Elizabeth, Holy Mary, Mother of God. Because Elizabeth says, why is this granted me that the mother of my Lord should come to see me? So that second part of the prayer, Holy Mary, Mother of God, is also based on the gospel. And then the final part, we ask our Blessed Mother, our Mother of Mercy, who is the mother of the All-Holy One, we ask her to pray for us sinners now and the, at the hour of our death. And that's what we pray in the recitation of the Holy Rosary. Those are the words we pray. But while we are praying the Rosary, we are meditating on the mysteries which are basically events in the life of Jesus. And there are four sets of mysteries. The first is the joyful mysteries where we meditate on the uh, Annunciation where Angel Gabriel comes to see, uh, greet our Blessed Mother. And when um, uh, the second mystery in the joyful mystery is when Mary visits her cousin Elizabeth. And the third mystery is when Jesus is born, the Nativity. And fourth mystery of the joyful uh, mysteries is uh, the presentation of Jesus in the temple. And the fifth mystery is when uh, Mary and Joseph find Jesus in the temple speaking with the elders. And that is the joyful mysteries, the five mysteries of the joyful uh, mysteries. And so while we are reciting the Hail Mary, we are meditating on the life events of Jesus. So our prayer is a union of prayer that is united with the Blessed Mother and the prayer is directed to her son. Always Mary leads us to her son Jesus. And so the, the prayer uh, goes on, continues with the uh, life events of Jesus. In the luminous mystery, we meditate on uh, the baptism of Jesus and the wedding at Cana and the proclamation of the kingdom of God, um, the transfiguration. And finally, we uh, meditate on the institution of the Holy Eucharist during the Last Supper. And that's the luminous mystery. That's a more recent mystery introduced by Pope John Paul II. 
and then the third mysteries set of mysteries is the um, sorrowful mysteries where we meditate on the passion of Jesus starting with him sweating blood uh, in the garden of Gethsemane and then we uh, meditate on the scourging uh, and the third mystery is uh, crowning with thorns and the fourth is the way of the cross where, where Jesus carries the cross and the fifth uh, sorrowful mystery is where Jesus is uh, crucified and he dies on the cross. And then the uh, fourth set of mysteries is the glorious mysteries. And in the glorious mystery, we meditate on Jesus' resurrection, his ascension into heaven, and the descent of the Holy Spirit. And the final two um, mysteries that we meditate in the glorious are to do with our Blessed Mother. So we meditate on the assumption of Mary into heaven, body and soul, we believe. Church's tradition teaches us that Mary was assumed into heaven, body and soul. And then the final mystery in the glorious mysteries is the coronation of our Blessed Mother as Queen of heaven and earth. So these are all mysteries where we are uh, meditating on the life events of Jesus and Mary as she is the mother of Jesus and the mother of God. And Mary always leads us to her son and she will lead us no matter where we are, where in our faith journey we are, if we even pray one Hail Mary a day, we can be rest assured that we are going to experience numerous um, changes in our spiritual life. We are going to experience spiritual growth. We are going to receive clarity on some of our uh, faith-related uh, questions or doubts that we have. Uh, we are going to be strengthened in our faith because that's what our Blessed Mother does. She brings us to her son. She helps us to see better spiritually. She helps us to perceive the spiritual world. She helps us to unveil the spiritual mysteries of her son. And so I'd like to conclude today by reading from paragraph 2679. Mary is the perfect orance. Orans mean prayer, a figure of the church. When we pray to her, we are adhering with her to the plan of the Father who sends his Son to save all men. Like the beloved disciple, that is disciple John, we welcome Jesus' mother into our homes, for she has become the mother of all the living we can pray with and to her. The prayer of the church is sustained by the prayer of Mary and united with it in hope. And so, my dear friends, regardless of what faith background we belong to, or even if we do not have any faith, may we today make a resolution to at least pray one Hail Mary each day and in a few days we will definitely see a difference in our faith life provided 
we are receptive to the graces and we trust and believe that we will experience those graces with faith when we open our hearts and when we are receptive to the graces that God is waiting to give us when we pray to our Blessed Mother and when we pray with her, we are going to see tremendous changes in our lives. And we know that many wars have been avoided by the recitation of the Holy Rosary and there are numerous people who will give witnesses and testimony to miracles that they've experienced, both spiritual and temporal, in their lives through the intercession of our Blessed Mother. And this is not just Catholics. This is people of all faith backgrounds who go to our Blessed Mother, have never returned back empty-handed. So let us have this trusting love to our Blessed Mother and may we uh, pray the Hail Mary each day and if possible, even pray the rosary every day. That's my reflection for today. I hope you have a blessed day, everyone, and thank you for listening.